Howdy folks, my name is Jonathan Keim and I am the Communications Director of Cryptocurrency Wire. It's just one brand of over 30 that are part of the Investor Brand Network that we've developed over 10 years. So we've got lots of brands, most of them focus on the investment crowd. And what we primarily focus on with our Cryptocurrency Wire brand is to connect mainstream and financial markets with the latest innovations that are coming out in crypto. So that way they're informed and can benefit from the technology and the inventors you know, behind them can benefit from you know, all their labors and all the great things that they're coming out with. If you would like to reach out to us, feel free to go to our website at CryptocurrencyWire.com or you can follow us for the latest news on Twitter at CryptoNet wire. Alrighty folks, welcome back to the Wild West Crypto Show. I'm Drew. I'm Brent. And we have with us Jonathan. And as you can see, we're all coming from three different parts of the world. Happy New Year, Jonathan. You were closing out 2019. Looking forward to 2020. Yeah, full new decade ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listen, before we get to these really cool stories starting off, if you would, what give us what was your favorite conference of the year last year? And then kind of give us either your favorite or most noteworthy story of 2019 to close the year out. Yeah, no problem at all. So uh, the only thing that first question is really, really challenging. We went to so many conferences, met so many good people. I just love all the effort being put in the space. You know, regardless if people are making money or not, because uh, a lot of us weren't, you know, throughout 2019. Uh, but we know it's coming. We know uh, where everything's going, and eventually, uh, blockchain will affect everything, either directly or indirectly. So, uh, learned a lot. As far as my personal favorites, obviously, that's very subjective. Um, for Canada, I would have to point to the Blockchain Futurist Conference. It was incredible. Um, the venue was insanely amazing you you would have to be there there wasn't another venue we went to uh, in any of the spaces that we operate in you know cannabis equities and other things we do through the investor brand network um, that could compare and then as far as um, the rest of the world you know obviously we went to a bunch of different countries in Europe but uh, I would have to look at the world crypto conference that took place in Las Vegas uh, they just really pulled out all the stops and uh, loved all the speakers, loved all the exhibitors. Uh, it was just a really great event. Yeah, I, I tell you what, we didn't get to go to Futurist and Brent, we got to put that on the map, on the calendar for next year. But uh, yeah, World CryptoCon, one of the things Brent and I were talking about is, is how you're seeing all these real business, seasoned business folks get in and World CryptoCon did it right. It was a first class event. We look forward to be, going to that one again next year. Okay, so Jonathan, what's your most noteworthy story of 2019? You can pull it from anywhere. All right. Well, I can tell you the one that got the most traction where we were involved was the BitStop Bitcoin ATM that was installed at the Miami International Airport. Uh, as you know, we're both on the crypto side and traditional news media. And uh, anything from the street to Cointelegraph to the very top of the Bitcoin Reddit uh, channel, obviously there's a few, but the one, the main one that's uh, shown on World Coin Index is right at the tippy top. Um, we're really, really pleased to be part of that. And uh, it's really gotten a lot of momentum. And that's really what, you know, getting the news out is all about. Um, is to keep the momentum going, continuing to grow. Uh, they are now in some Simon Malls as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, we talk about adoption, Brent. 
I mean, yeah. this is when people are seeing those things, they become familiar, and then all of a sudden they do a little exchange, and you know that's what gets them hooked. Well, yeah, and a lot of people have commented that the average human being doesn't even know how their present banking system works. They just know I put that card in there and it sends me out some printed green, you know, and, and, and so the more people we can get adopting cryptocurrency by using some of the payment systems and some of the transference of money and so on and so forth, then guess what? They'll start to accept it. And then they're not really worried about the back office. Some of them might be, but you know, we've been fighting among ourselves as to who has the best back office when we really don't even need a back office because we don't have anything going out the door on the front office um, in regards to sales. And so uh, I think that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, to that point, I have to tell you, uh, most of my favorite restaurants, I don't even want to go in the kitchen. <laughs> no. So whatever happens, back office, back office. Hey, so Jonathan, let's get to today's stories. Zcoin's receiver address privacy, RAP, enhances wallet address privacy on the blockchain. What is the impact of that? Well, I think it's quite significant. Um, might have more of a delayed effect, though, because not too many people know the importance of privacy. But for instance, if you were to use Bitcoin and always use the same address and you did all your financial transactions with it, uh, they could see how much you're paid, when you're paid, uh, which vendors you use, you know, all this stuff. And for businesses, you know, it's, it's also a big concern for them, you know, who their suppliers are. And, you know, I could go on and on. But what this allows is a very easy way for an individual to have a single address that they give out. They receive the funds. And uh, it doesn't just protect the person receiving the funds. People won't be able to go back in the transaction ledger and, and figure all this out. It also protects the sender to that individual uh, because they don't show up in the history. Wow, that is, that is big news because as much as we love transparency, what has, the topic of 2019 is privacy, privacy, privacy. Yeah. Well, and partly because the governments are out there trying to invade it, invade it, invade it. And so with the know your customer and anti-Monday laundering and you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and it's just, in my mind, it's just ridiculous. I've got one company that uh, I've been feeding it money and it's going to, this next year, it'll finally take off and, and run on its own. And sometimes I have to go down there and put cash because the guy that's running it didn't give me enough warning. He's like, oh, something's going to hit the account tomorrow. And so, and I'm not talking big money. I go down there and put five or 600 bucks in this account. They always want my card. You know, they always want my ID. You know, they act like it's an act of Congress for me to give them 500 bucks into an account that I've not only given them a whole lot more than 500 bucks every month over the aggregate. Um, and they know it's me. And, but still, uh, they make you jump through all the hoops. Yep, yep. What's the next one up there, Brent? What's the next story? Oh, you know what, Drew? I don't have it in front of me, so you're going to okay. have to take it. I, I've got them. i got them. Secretary General says United Nations must embrace blockchain. When I read that, that is huge, Jonathan. Tell us more about that. I sure will. So going back through 2019, we talked about the biggest development with the United Nations, and that is that the UN Children's Fund uh, made a big announcement it's a $6 billion fund, by the way, that it is accepting crypto for donations. 
And with this article and the discussion that went on with, with Forbes directly uh, with the Secretary General, it's very clear we're going to see more big news like that coming. Uh, and this individual at the UN has been pushing forward for quite some time, uh, really advocating how the technology can help accelerate the achievement of goals, also reduce waste, and uh, you know, give donors increased trust, because that's also very important. Absolutely, and and it le further legitimizes the cryptocurrency space. Oh yeah, so well, you know, and and we got thirty seconds left, guys, just to kind of get everybody back on the clock. You know, the the reality of the situation is is there is an opportunity to have transparency and privacy, but you know, we've got a lot of governmental agencies that are trying to break the the mold there in regards to transparency, so that they can gain access. But I find it interesting that the UN realizes that blockchain's here to stay, and they're probably wanting to institute it because when they start doing foreign aid, they can actually track where it goes. Absolutely. I tell you, I'll go ahead and take the time we need for this last one because this needs to, it's a great story. All right. Bull, bullish Bitcoin hash rate continues climbing as having approaches. What's the impact of that on the whole marketplace, Jonathan? Go ahead and take two minutes. Well, okay, great. Well, I'll take them then because this is um, a lot to go through. And uh, one of the first things I'd like to point out is that you know, price is often used to indicate investor sentiment at any given time. But hash rate is a good measure of Bitcoin adoption. And seeing the incredible increase in the hash rate over the past two years uh, is very significant because it was already very, very high. Um, you know, two years ago, um, but it shows how big the playing field is now. And it also indicates that, um, you know, we're not talking about small operators anymore. And, you know, talking about 2019 headlines again, and we've talked about big things happening even down in Texas with these massive, massive mining farms. And uh, I just think that that really shows the level of, um, I guess where people are willing to go as far as the level of belief in Bitcoin and where it'll be in the future. Yeah, absolutely. The additional investment there, which like you said, in the mining farms has been huge. Watching these hash rates go up, it proves the legitimacy of it. I tell you what, Jonathan, you and Havel have an amazing New Year's. It's New Year's Eve. We're recording this. Look forward. We appreciate your partnership with you guys and look forward to a great 2020.